0: And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, and welcome to a special holiday edition of Radio Eye. As a reminder, Radio Eye is a reading service intended for people who are blind or have other disabilities that make it difficult to read read printed material. Your reader today is Eric Everett. Today we will be reading from a number of books, including such titles as Franklin's Halloween, Arthur's Halloween, Happy Halloween Stinky Face, and Trick Arr Treat. So please join me now for the first installment of Arthur's Halloween by Mark Brown. Published by Little Brown and Company. Copyright 1982. It was the night before Halloween. Arthur's family was busy making the house look spooky. It looked so spooky, in fact, that Arthur had trouble falling asleep. Things were even worse the next morning. Help! screamed Arthur when he opened his eyes. It's just me, said his sister D.W. Boy, are you jumpy. Don't forget, "'You have to take me trick-or-treating tonight.' "'Do I really have to?' asked Arthur as he ate his cereal. "'You really do,' said his mother. "'And I want to go to every house,' said D.W. Arthur groaned. "'I'll be the only one who has to drag his baby sister along.' Arthur didn't recognize anyone at school. There was a giant robot in his classroom taking attendance." "'You sound just like my teacher, Mr. Marco,' said Arthur. "'I am your teacher,' said the robot. "'The only one Arthur recognized was the brain. "'He was wrapped in aluminum foil. "'I'm a baked potato,' said the brain. "'Francine passed out special morning snacks. "'Eat these,' she said. "'They're bat-winged brownies and vampire blood. "'Everybody ate them but Arthur.' Then they all put on blindfolds. Buster passed around bowls, he said, were filled with human eyeballs, hearts, and brains. Arthur turned pale. When it was his turn, he wouldn't even touch them. What a scaredy-cat, said Francine. Chickens, said Muffy. They're only peeled grapes, jello, and cold spaghetti. When it came time to go trick-or-treating, Buster knew which houses to skip. Don't go there, he said. They only give apples. Gross, said Francine. And don't go to the big house on the corner, said Buster. That's the witch's house. My brother saw someone go in there last Halloween, and he never came out. Arthur tried not to look afraid. Arthur and his sister had trouble keeping up with the others. First D.W. got her tail caught, then her bag broke. You're such a pain in the neck, said Arthur. D.W. must be short for dimwit.' But D.W. didn't answer. Arthur turned around just in time to see her disappearing into the witch's house. Arthur's hands turned ice-cold as his heart began to race. He walked up to the spooky old house. The front door was open just a crack. Slowly, Arthur went inside. "'Look!' cried Buster. "'Arthur just went into the witch's house.' "'She'll probably put Arthur and D.W. into her oven, "'just like Hensel and Gretel,' said Sue Ellen. "'Maybe she's using them for weird scientific experiments,' said the brain. "'I bet she locked them in the cellar to starve,' said Buster. "'Maybe we should follow him," said Francine. "'Maybe we should call the police,' said Muffy. "'But everyone was too scared to move. "'Inside the house it was very cold.' Arthur thought he saw ghosts all around him. He walked down a long, dark hall. At the end he saw a light under a door. He heard voices. One was his sister's. "'Oh, there you are,' said the witch. "'We're waiting for you. I came to get my sister. We have to go.' "'I hear my mom calling us,' said Arthur. "'I don't hear anything,' said D.W. "'My name is Mrs. Tibble.' I hope you won't leave without some cider and doughnuts first. The chocolate, your favorite, said D.W. I've waited all night for trick-or-treaters, but you're the only one, said Miss Tibble. Years ago, our doorbell never stopped ringing. Maybe it's broken, like the windows, said D.W. Mrs. Tibble nodded. It's harder for me to keep up with this big place these days. "'Maybe if we help you fix up your yard, the place won't look so spooky,' said Arthur. Arthur finished his donuts as Mrs. Tibble opened the door and turned on the porch light. She gave Arthur and D.W. a big hug. "'See you Saturday to rake leave,' said Arthur. "'You're still alive,' said Francine. "'I can't believe you went in there alone,' said the brain. "'You're so brave,' said Sue Ellen. "'What's in the bag?' asked Buster. "'Probably eyeballs, hearts, and brains,' said Francine. "'It's easy to find out,' said Arthur. "'Just close your eyes and reach in unless you're too scared. "'We've been to every house now. "'Can we take the shortcut home through the cemetery?' asked D.W. "'The cemetery? On Halloween? "'Are you guys crazy?' asked Francine. "'Follow me,' said Arthur, as he marched ahead. "'The cemetery is a great place.' People are just dying to get in it. And that concludes Arthur's Halloween. Our next story will be Franklin's Halloween. Written by Paulette Bourgeois and published by the Kids Can Press, copyright 1996. Franklin could count by twos and tie his shoes. He knew the days of the week, the months of the year, and the holidays in every season. Today was October 31st. It was Halloween. Franklin could hardly wait for tonight's costume party. Everyone would be there. Franklin and his friends had talked about the party for weeks. There would be games and prizes and a parade. Best of all, there would be a haunted house. I think there'll be bats and spiders, said Franklin. "'And skeletons,' added Beaver. "'Rabbit shivered. "'My sister says she saw a real ghost in there last year.' "'That's silly,' Rabbit said Beaver. "'There are no real ghosts.' "'All of Franklin's friends were excited because of the costume contest. "'Franklin wasn't sure what he was going to wear. "'He tried on everything in his dress-up trunk, "'but nothing seemed quite right.' "'Beaver and Goose were keeping their costumes secret. "'Try to find us at the party,' they giggled. "'Fox was also mysterious about what he was going to be. "'Look for something gruesome,' he said. "'That gave Franklin an idea. "'He would be something creepy.' "'It took Franklin more than an hour to make his costume. "'As soon as it was done, he sneaked up behind his father "'and tapped him on the shoulder. trick or treat said Franklin.' (laughs) Ah! <laughs> gasped his father. "'Who are you?' "'In his deepest, spookiest voice, Franklin answered, "'It's me, Franklin Stein. "'On the way to town, Franklin tried to guess who was inside each costume. "'At least I don't have to worry about finding bears,' said Franklin. "'He's always a ghost.' "'By the time Franklin and his parents arrived, the party had started.' Franklin spotted a ghost at the apple-bobbing and hurried towards him. "'Hello, Bear,' said Franklin. "'Whoa,' answered the ghost. "'That's good, Bear,' said Franklin. "'You sound really scary.' Franklin bobbed for an apple. Then he ran to the pumpkin toss. It was his favorite game because he always won a treat. Franklin's bag was almost full by the time the judge announced the costume contest. While everyone lined up for the parade, Franklin tried to find more of his friends. He thought he recognized Beaver and Goose, but where was Fox? They marched around the building twice. Franklin made horrible monster sounds and shuffled with stiff, straight legs. He won a prize for being the best green monster. There was only one more thing to do. Go into the haunted house. You first, said Beaver, pushing Franklin towards the door. It creaked open. A skeleton rattled. Chains clanged. There were moans. Franklin stepped out on something crunchy. Suddenly, a big, hairy hand reached out of the darkness. Franklin's heart beat hard and fast. But before he could scream, a light flickered on. Trick or treat, shouted Mr. Mole. Franklin looked around nervously. Then he laughed. The hairy hand was only Mr. Mole's mop. "'Here's a treat for braving the haunted house,' said Mr. Mole. "'A ghost came before you. "'He got so scared he flew away.' "'But Bear can't fly,' said Franklin. "'It wasn't Bear,' explained Mr. Mole. "'Bear is homesick with a nasty cold.' Franklin shuddered. "'If Bear wasn't the ghost, then who was?' He ran back to his friend's were waiting in line for the haunted house it was scare. was it scary asked fox you look like you've seen a ghost maybe i did said franklin he told them what mr mole had said you mean that bear was never here asked beaver franklin shook his head the ghost flew over them he swooped low and called "Woo!" rabbit twitched so what is white says "'Ooh, and flies.' "'A real ghost,' answered Goose. "'Run!' "'By the end of the party, everyone's bag was full. "'Poor Bear,' said Raccoon. "'No treats for him.' "'We could share our treats with Bear,' suggested Franklin. "'All the friends agreed. "'They each put some treats into a bag. "'Then they walked to Bear's house and left the bag on the doorstep. "'Trick and treat,' they called.' On the way home, Franklin looked in his treat bag. Goodness, said his mother, you have enough there to last until next Halloween. Maybe, said Franklin, sampling a few. But secretly, he hoped the treats would last him until the end of the week. And that concludes our reading of Franklin's Halloween, a classic Franklin story. And our next story is entitled, Happy Halloween, Stinky Face. Written by Lisa McCourt. Published in 2007 by Scholastic Cartwheel Books. It's time to get your costume on, Stinky Face, said Mama. But I had a question. Mama, what if Miss Petrie doesn't know it's really just me and my friends at her door? What if she gets so surprised from our super-scary costumes that she throws her candy bowl up and lands on her head and candy spills all over. If Mrs. Petrie gets scared, you'll just have to show her what a nice trick-or-treater you are. If you say please and thank you and help her pick up the candy, she'll know you're not too terrible. But Mama, but Mama, what if Reese's butterfly costume turns her into a real butterfly and the big wings flap-flap her right up into the sky. That would be awesome. She'd get a great view of all her, her friends in the neighborhood costume parade. But Mama, she won't be able to ring any doorbells if she's flying up in the air. How will she trick-or-treat? If Reese's costume turns her into a real butterfly, I bet she'll flutter down to door level to trick-or-treat with you. Reese loves candy, you know. But Mama, but Mama, Jack and Anderson are pirates. What if they can't see so well with those eye patches on, and they run into each other, and their hooks all get caught together? Ooh, if that happens, then Alex the Magician will have to wave his magic wand to get all the pirates unstuck. Brian is going to be a lion, Mama. Lions run really fast. What if he runs so fast that we can't keep up with him to trick-or-treat together? Well, isn't Ryan going to be a football player? Football players run very fast, too. Maybe he could catch up and ask the lion to wait for everyone. But, Mama, Allie is going to be a witch and collect candy in her black cauldron. What if the magic cauldron boils all her candy into a Goopy, oozy river of candy soup. If that kind of magic happens, we'll all blow on Allie's cauldron of candy soup to help her cool it off. Then we'll give her a big, twisty straw so she can slurp her candy right up. Okay, Mama, that's a good idea. But what if Lily Kate, who's a black cat, gets her long tail stuck in the door at one of the houses? "'Firefighters are good at rescuing cats. "'Maybe Jordan could save her since he's a firefighter this year. "'But Mama, but Mama, what if the candle in our jack-o'-lantern blows out? "'What if we accidentally walk into some big sticky cobwebs and get all tangled up? "'What if my teeth get stuck in my caramel apple and I can't get my face loose? "'What if lots of bats come and swoop down on us in the dark?' Lucky for you, Nicholas and Ethan are superheroes. I'm pretty sure superheroes have the power to fix all those problems. So, Stinky Face, let's go have some Halloween fun, okay? Maybe I should be a superhero too. Or maybe a gorilla. Or maybe a monster. Or, or. I hear your friends coming now. How about this year we stick with your ghost costume and we'll start worrying first thing tomorrow about what you'll be next year. Okay, happy Halloween, Mama. A Happy Halloween, my goofy, spooky, stinky face. And this concludes the reading of Happy Halloween, Stinky Face. And for our next story, we have Trick-Arr-Treat, a pirate Halloween. By Leslie Keelman, published by Albert Whitman and Company, Chicago, Illinois. The pirate chief's mom calls a meeting. Ready for some trick-or-treating? Be home by dark and watch the sun. When it goes down, this gang is done. The pirate chief slams shut the door, and then announces one rule more. Don't you smile and don't be sweet. Scowl and holler, trick or treat. I'll be brave, says glass eyed Gabby. I'll be bold, said Peg legged Pete. I'll be fierce, says Toothless Tim. And we be pirates, trick or treat. Pirates down the dark streets creeping Pirates lunging, pirates leaping, pirates stomping, pirates clomping, pirates house to house a romping. Give me loot, says Charlotte Blue Tom. "'Pieces of eight, said Rude Ranjit. "'Treasures,' orders dreadful Davy. "'We be pirates, trick-er-treat!' "'Pirates sticking out their tongues, "'shrieking with their pirate lungs. "'Pirates cheering, pirates jeering, "'pirates everyone be fearing. "'Then the noise of panting, slurping. "'What be that?' asked Pegleg, burping. "'Rude Ranjit can only shrug, "'and gives his pirates mates a tug.' Pirates sneaking door to door. Pirates peeking, wanting more. Pirate plunder overflowing. Happy pirates, yo ho hoing. Fill my belly, says Charlotte Blue Tongue. Rot my teeth, says Rude Ranjit. Shiver me timbers, says Glass Eyed Gabby. We be pirates, trick our treat. Scary shadows, pirates spy. What Halloween horrors lurk nearby. A sea serpent that wants to fight, fearsome pirates shake with fright. Toothless Tim gasps, go away. Dreadful Davies yells, yeah, scram. Charlotte Blue Tongue adds, I warn you, I'm the pirate chief I am. Big black monster, sly and cunning, gets the frightened pirates running. But racing faster is the beast. He only wants to share the feast. Pirates noticing it is dark. Pirates rushing through the park. Pirates can't believe their eyes. Up the gangplank. Then, surprise! Scurvy scoundrels have a party, playing games and laughing hearty. Count your booty, then let's eat. Trick or treat. Mates, trick or treat. And so concludes the reading of Trick-or-Treat, The Pirate's Halloween. And our next story is Clifford's Halloween featuring Clifford the Big Red Dog. Copyright 2017 by Norman Birdwell. All rights reserved by Scholastic Publishers Incorporated. Hooray, hooray, it's a holiday. I'm Emily Elizabeth, today is my favorite day of the year. This is my dog Clifford, today is his favorite day too. With a big red dog like Clifford, every day is fun, but holidays are the most fun of all. At Christmas Clifford makes a very good Santa, he already has a red coat, and on New Year's Eve we stay up till midnight, so Clifford can blow his New Year's horn. Happy New Year's! On Valentine's Day, Clifford is my favorite Valentine. And you should see Clifford on Easter. He makes a wonderful Easter bunny. On April Fool's Day, Clifford never plays tricks on anyone. And no one plays tricks on Clifford. On Thanksgiving, Clifford gets a great big turkey. But today is the best holiday of all. Halloween! Last year we had a big Halloween party. I dressed as a pirate, but I didn't know how to dress Clifford. Daddy thought Clifford would make a good devil. I wanted him to be a clown, or maybe a witch, but Clifford wanted to be a ghost. When the children came to the party, nobody could guess who the big ghost really was. We had fun. We bobbed for apples. Clifford wanted to play, too. We played another game with apples. Clifford won that game. Then Mommy told us a scary ghost story. But we weren't afraid. We had the biggest ghost on our street taking care of us. After the party, Clifford and I went trick-or-treating. We didn't have much luck, but we didn't mind. It was time to go to bed anyhow. Halloween was over. And now, Halloween has come again. I'm not going to be a pirate this year. I'm going to be a fairy princess. But what could Clifford be? A zebra? A knight? What do you suggest? And for our next spooky stories, we'll have Halloween Howlers, frightfully funny knock-knock jokes, by Michael Tittenbaum, published by Harper's Festival. December 2012. Knock knock. Who's there? Into. Into who? In two days it'll be Halloween. Knock knock. Who's there? Which? Which who? Which costume should I wear this Halloween? Knock knock. Who's there? Howl. Howl who? How will you be dressing up this Halloween? Knock, knock. Who's there? Mummy? Mummy who? Mummy and Daddy say have fun trick-or-treating. Knock, knock. Who's there? Be, Bee who? Beware, it's Halloween. Knock, knock. Who's there? Howdy. Howdy who, how do you like all these treats? Knock, knock, who's there? Horror, horror who? Horror you're going to carry all that candy. Knock, knock, who's there? Common, common who? Common to my Halloween party? Knock, knock. Who's there? Ice cream. Ice cream who? Ice cream when I see a monster. Knock, knock. Who's there? Ghost. Ghost who? Go stand over there and I'll bring you some punch. Knock, knock. Who's there? Zombie. Zombie who? Zombie afraid it's just a costume. Knock knock, who's there? Virgo. Virgo who? We're going to visit a graveyard. We want to come. Knock knock, who's there? Berry, berry who? Berry scary, all these ghosts and monsters. Knock knock, who's there? Goblin, goblin who? Goblin, too much Halloween candy can give you a tummy ache. Knock, knock. Who's there? Ghouls. Ghouls who? Ghouls and boys both love Halloween. Knock, knock. Who's there? Bat. Bat who? Bat, you can't guess where we're going next. Knock, knock. Who's there? Discuss. Discuss who? Disgusting house. Do we really want to go inside? Knock, knock. Who's there? Displace. Displace who? Displace is a wreck and creepy too. Knock, knock. Who's there? Spider. Spider who? Spider before she even got to the front door. Knock knock. Who's there? Disguise. Disguise who? Disguise giving me the creeps. Knock knock. Who's there? toucan. Toucan. Toucan who? Two candles just lit themselves. Knock knock. Who's there? Campaign. Campaign who? Campaign tings move by themselves. Knock, knock. Who's there? Wheel. Wheel who? We'll go downstairs and see what's there. Knock, knock. Who's there? Fangs. Fangs? Fangs who? Fangs for opening my coffin. Knock, knock. Who's there? All done, all done. Who? All dungeons are really scary. Knock, knock. no Who's there? Water. Water, water. Who? What are you doing here? Knock, knock. Who's there? Lettuce. Lettuce. Who? Let us get out of here and go home. Knock, knock. Who's there? Boo. Boo. Boo Boo-hoo. Don't cry. Halloween will come again next year. And this now concludes the holiday-themed broadcast for today. Your reader has been Eric Everett. Thank you for listening. And now please stay tuned for continued holiday programming on the radio